how do you know that you can trust again? I mean, what does trust actually feel like? Okay, guys, today is the last day. It is uh, midnight Pacific time, 11.59 p.m. Pacific time to get to capture the launch price of the course we just released. Um, there are just countless hours that have gone into the production of this. Um, we have really worked all summer to put this together for you because we wanted to capture what's the process and what are the steps that, that, that uh, a couple can go through to go from shattered trust to thriving intimacy. So we took our collective perspectives and experience and made that. So uh, we're super excited about it being launched, but you can capture the launch price tonight through 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. So today being August 20th, 20th, 20th is the final day. Okay. And the cool part is we already have reviews on the course and it only launched a week ago. So I'm going to read you one of them. This course is a fantastic mini therapy course without having to go to a therapist. It is amazing to see the amount of content that is included in the course. It's a fast track to recovery. They are giving all of the tools. However, I don't want to imply that this is an instant cure. You have to implement the tools and it takes time to work them. Module three on boundaries was my favorite since as the betrayed, I had lost my sense of boundary with myself and my husband. This module explains in detail how to identify what your boundaries are and how to set them in place in a kind and loving way. I've spent thousands of dollars on recovery and this is a very affordable way to get the necessary tools to start one on the road to recovery. That's from Susie. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. Okay, so let's talk about trust. Um, I think it's easy to know what trust doesn't feel like. Uh, when you're in a relationship. It's scary. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy making. It's, uh, yeah, it's scary, right? You, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's up and what's down. And, um, and it leads to uh, living in that fear cycle, fear and control, fear and control. So sometimes you're in a relationship and you think that the other person is trustworthy. Um, and so you're, you're bumping along and it's like, yeah, you know, we're, then all of a sudden your world is rocked, shattered, betrayal happens. And you look back and you say, how did I, how did I miss this? Um, how did I not see the signs or know that, that I wasn't in a trustworthy relationship? And it can be really hard after that betrayal has happened. If you both start engaging in the process of, of real recovery to say, okay, how, how can I trust myself again? Um, how can, I, how can I trust them again? Because I've been duped before. And so what we want to do today is, is to ha- help you really understand what does trust look like? What does it feel like? Um, how do you know that you can trust your partner? So you guys, what's been your experience with this? As you've been, you guys have been through this. Um, Ashlyn, for you. What, what was it like to, to start to give your trust and your vulnerability again to Kobe? Oh, scary as heck. <laughs> um, it's like a giant, giant leap of saying, hey, I'm going to give this little piece of me that has already been hurt. And you've already told me and proved to me that 
maybe it's not um, worth my time to right. go here, right? Uh-huh. Um, so it was a big step for me of like, okay, I'm going to try this and I'm going to give you a chance to really show up and then I'm going to come back, right? Yes. So then I feel like after that, it was just like a bazillion baby steps of like, here's a little, okay, come back. Yes. Am I feeling safe? And it was kind of this, I had to gauge where I was at on on a daily and Kobe and I have talked about that before of, um, I, I don't know. Like it felt, it felt like, um, it was going to be these big things. Like I had a list of all the things that were going to show me that Kobe was trustworthy again. Right. right. And, and it wasn't. <laughs> right. You, you have to, I mean, you think about it like a building is, uh, you know, it's shattered. It, it, it blows up. It's, uh, you thought you had this marriage, this relationship, and it just crumbles to the ground. So if you want to rebuild that building and you want a foundation there, then there's a process to that. Um, you have to r- draw up the plans. You has, have to excavate. You have to go through a whole process to really solidify that foundation again. Um, if you go right back to a lot of the old ways that the relationship was and you expect that foundation to just be solid, that's not going to happen. Um, and so trust building it takes time. And, and there's what you just described, Ashlyn, in order to trust again, um, you're going to have to trust. Yeah. It's that that really vulnerable piece of us that you've talked about this before. Our brain is saying, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And, And unless you take those risks again, you won't know whether or not you're safe or not in that relationship. But let's back up a little bit. So that you, what I'm not saying is, for all you listeners out there who've been hurt and betrayed, that you should just go to your partner and say, okay, I trust you today. Just do whatever and I trust you completely because I want to see whether you're trustworthy or not. Um, that's not smart. Um, so there's, a, there's something that needs to happen before that. And what that is is for you to get educated on, on what recovery really looks like and what it really feels like. And I've talked about this before where you sit on the shoreline and you watch the, the, the water to see if it's getting cold and frozen so that you can ice skate on it um, instead of d- you know really checking the ice every second of the way. So sit on that shoreline and understand what recovery really looks like. Observe, just notice certain things. And we're going to give you cer- certain things today just to notice and, and to observe and to look for, to know whether or not trust whether or not you can start to take those risks to trust again, right? So what do you guys think some of those things are to actually gauge and notice in in the person to see whether or not you can take those risks with them or not? I like the silence. Make them think. (laughs) I stumped you guys. No, I want the audience to think. I like that. So um, I could give you a laundry list of things of what I thought Okay. It looked like. I can also give you a list of what it looks like for me today. Um, you haven't said much. Do you have anything? I can say this, that there had to be, in order for me to really, to, to build trust, um, I had to, oh man. In order for me to build trust, I had to be very, very in tune with who I was and I had to accept where I was. Like I had to really be firmly grounded in the fact that it's like, I've got zero trust with you, Ashlyn. And um, 
once I understood that and I understood exactly where I was and I was out of the, the, I was out of denial and I was really standing in truth, like of, of, of the state that I was in that truth. Then it was easy. No, it wasn't easy, but it was very straightforward, not easy, but it was straightforward and it was elementary to say, okay, if I can let go of the idea of trust because I've got none, <laughs> I need to just put that on the, on the side burner. And I need to simply focus on the things that I need to do today in order to make today successful. Then all I'm going to do is just do those things. So that meant I did my dailies. That meant that I was very, very, very mindful on keeping my boundaries. And uh, a lot of times I wasn't like taking my phone in the bathroom. This is actually really interesting. When I first started recovery, I would do that. Take my phone into the, I, I committed to not take my phone to the bathroom. Right. But I forgot because it was always in my back pocket. I didn't have the brain power to realize, oh, I don't need to have it on me all the time. <laughs> so I'd go in the bathroom and then all of a sudden be like, freak. And Ash would hear me like, you know, yell in the bathroom. And then she'd hear this clank in the hallway where I throw my phone out into the hallway. And then she would hear me doing 100 push-ups afterwards. So what I'm saying is, is, is um, they were, for me, it was, it was, um, very, very important to realize I had to let it go. I had to focus and pour my energy of not having any trust of being that guy. And I had to pour that into my own efforts to um, learn to trust myself. And um, I think as a byproduct of that, trust began to build with you. I didn't trust myself. I didn't, um, I, I, don't, I don't think I really loved myself. I think my self-worth was really low and I couldn't trust that I could um, act in an appropriate way without acting out. I, I just, the, the, trusting myself and then it, it, I think kind of came before your ability to trust me, Ashlyn. Yeah, absolutely. So what you're describing, Kobe, is you're going from being a man who, who lacks integrity to a man with integrity. And if you think about trust, like that is the thing, is integrity. Um, say, I mean, think about my analogy with the building. Uh, that, that foundation has to have integrity. It has to hold firm mm -hmm. and do what it's supposed to do. Um, a man with integrity or a woman with integrity is somebody who keeps their word to themselves and to others. So they know who they are and, and they, they're, they're, they're strength to that. They hold to that. Um, if you lack integrity, you're not trustworthy. And so if you're sitting on that shoreline and you're just watching, you know, how does this person have integrity? Um, you're, you're watching to see how much, what their word really means to them. Um, you're watching to see if they're manipulative uh, and in, in all the tricky little ways that you can be manipulative. Um, and, and how rigorously honest are they? And, and as you see that them have integrity, the more you have integrity, the more you start to love yourself, the more you start to trust yourself. And so then you have that energy with your partner and your partner starts to feel that confidence from you and trust starts to develop. Yeah, I think it also, the, the integrity and the focus on just me, um, it, it also helped me let go of Ashlyn. I remember I was just desperate to maintain this false sense of, of security with you, like to, to, to try to, meaning um, to, to keep up appearances. <laughs> I would invest so much time and effort into trying to maintain the lie. That everything was okay, but um, once I started pouring again my energy into into those things, it was it 
it gave me relief from that worry. But um, it also, as I was executing, right, one little thing at a time, it was, um, it built this momentum that um, was kind of contagious, that, um, that had really good energy. And I think what that helped me do is to sort out my intentions on executing, okay? Yes. Not doing it for Ashlyn, but really owning yes. it for myself. So when I would be in the front... Doing it, the doing it for Ashlyn is a manipulative thing. Like, right. like totally. And I knew <laughs> she wasn't going to bait on any more of my rubbish. She was not. She was not. But it's interesting because I think of, you know, earlier on in recovery, and it's so common, you know, we don't teach this stuff. It just, we show up like this. Right. Very similar behaviors. And so, yes, you were focusing on you, but the minute you turned to focusing back on me, like, well, what's she doing? That's when the, the sentences that would come up like, gosh, when are you going to get over this? Right. When right. are you going to trust me again? I told you this a year ago, you know? Right. Um, that's when the the shift would happen and you would go back to pointing fingers rather than, I just got to show up for me. Because, I mean, to gain that trust in yourself is showing up every day for you first, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then it, the benefit is, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm watching my husband change. Right. I've, I've talked about this before, and but I'm going to say it again and again. So there's a couple of things I'm, I'm going to say. And th- this is this is the trust building magic recipe, okay? Um, it's, it's first and foremost honesty with self and others. So you're looking to see if they're, they're an honest person. If they're, if they're dishonest in the little things, then they're going to be dishonest on the really hard things. Which we have an entire episode about that. And if you haven't listened, go listen. Because it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. But then you, if you listen to that, you'll be like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Active yeah. honesty sounds pretty different, maybe, than what the, I'm getting. The depths of honesty are, are is, it's so much more than what you might think. It's not just l- being able to lie to people's faces. And it's it's not living your life in denial. Um, it's being a boundaried person. It's being authentic. It's being vulnerable. Not like, omitting. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's honesty. An honest person can show up in the present and be them and and they can step into conflict they can do all kinds of things so so an honest person um the second thing is an empathetic person um when when a person can connect to your heart and your soul and feel with you um you know that their shame isn't ruling the day and if their shame's not not you know ruling the day then that means that their addiction isn't going crazy and um, they can attach to you in a healthy way, not in a codependent way. Um, so empathy is critical to, to rebuilding trust. If they're not empathizing, then they're deflecting and they're defending, and it feels like they have something to hide. Um, and then the last one, which without this last one, it doesn't work. Um, it's consistency. It's doing it over and over and over again. Um, it's being an honest, empathetic person over and over and over again. Even when your partner doesn't show up. Yeah, even when they're not watching, you know. So that that and and, and it it comes back to the the five things that I learned from Robert Weiss that that rebuilds trust, which is um, you're proactive in your own recovery. Th- th- these are the things that you do over and over again. You're proactive in your own recovery. Um, you're doing it for you, not for them. And that's what you were you talked about the shift that happened with you, Kobe. Yep. Right. Um, you're connected to the household needs. So you're consistently connected to the household needs. Um, the third one is you're patient and empathetic to, to 
the partner's hurt and pain about the betrayal. Um, you won't build trust without that patience and that empathy, right? Um, Can I share a story? uh Okay, so this is going to describe, um, I thought it was like a laundry list of things that Kobe needed to do that would show me trust, right? Like all the basics, like go to, go to group, have a sponsor, go to therapy. And I was like, these things will show me that he's honest, right? But they didn't. No. They didn't. And it's not the do, it's the be. (laughs) Right. So I was trying to explain this the other day over on our Instagram. It's in these really kind of obscure moments. Okay. So the other night, um, we both run a group calls on the same night at the same time. It mostly works out because the kids are in bed and we just are in different levels of the house. It's great, right? Work while the kids are asleep. Problem was this night, our youngest woke up and she was throwing up. Um, she has celiac disease and we'd gone out to celebrate and she was, th- you know, having a reaction. So I'm on my group call. Kobe's on her in computer. The, Kobe's in the basement. in one hand. Um, I have a, the dog on my other hand because he just rang the bell to go outside and go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I look up on our balcony and my Ellie is there crying with throw up all over oh herself. Mom, I need you. And I panic like, <laughs> okay, leave the dog here. He can pee on the floor. Go upstairs. And I'm still on my call. And I say, hey, guys, I'm my daughter's crying. She's just throwing up. Can you guys talk and I'll just listen right. while I help her and I'll mute myself. And so I'm trying to help her get her all cleaned up. And I text Kobe and I said, Kobe, I'm still on my call, but Ellie's throwing up and I need your help. Can you end your call as soon as possible? And we'll do the same. And he was up immediately. Yeah. And he took the sheets off the bed. He went and scraped all the throw up into garbage sacks. He started the laundry. He was there. Right. He, the household needs. Yeah. He wasn't resentful. He wasn't mad that I texted him and said, come help. It was like, no. It's, I love that. I love what you're saying because, you know, I think sometimes we want a list. We want like, hey, when they do this, 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 and this, then I'll know. And you're absolutely right. It's those little obscure moments and, and that, ha- that, that happen over and over again that you realize their B has changed. What I mean by that is they're, they're showing up different as to who they are, not what they do, but who they are. Yeah. And um, when they start to do that, it's like, oh, you are connected to us. Oh, you'll be rigorously honest despite the consequences. Oh, you can hold my pain. And, and that's when, and when you start to see that stuff, that's when, if, if you're the betrayed or the person that's been hurt, that's when you got to say to yourself, okay, their B has shifted. Yeah. Um, now it's time for me to, to trust, to see if I, I can trust. Yeah. Right. So the cool thing is I shared that story and one of my girls in group, a different group shared last night. She said, you guys, she used the brave part. She used the courage to say, I'm going to choose to see what Mm -hmm. he's, you know, how he's showing up for me because she's so hurt and so mad. She's, she's put all these walls up that she can't even see if he's trying to build trust. And she said she took a picture and it was a picture of him and her her children. And they were like connecting. And and she said, I looked over and I saw this and I thought, I've been missing it. She's not seeing those little things. She's waiting for him to get to the therapist and to do all these things. And he is doing those things, but it wasn't working. Right. 
Right. That's a good point. Is So when she shifts her perspective and starts to notice the ways that he's building trust, she'll see them. Which, that is courageous. You that's have, courageous you just to look to at say, that. You have to say, can I trust this? Yes. And be okay with this? When they could still relapse, because, they because could still it's, hurt me. It's safer to look at him, look at look at all the ways that he's a monster, because then, <laughs> then you can you can keep yourself like stuck and safe from having to try to go be vulnerable again yeah. with him. Yeah. But what it does is that shift and having eyes to see allows you to have a happier life too. Yes. So it's not ignoring, you know, the stuff that is going on. It's saying I'm choosing to see the good stuff that is here. Yeah, that I'm yeah. missing. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I did an Instagram post uh, a couple weeks back. Yeah, that's right. He's on Instagram. Go yeah, find him. Brandon <laughs> underscore Patrick. Go find me. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not why I brought that up, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. <laughs> yeah. And I did this, I did an Instagram post on this Ashlyn on, on starting to, to have positive regard toward your spouse and starting to see the good that they're doing. And, and I got a lot of pushback and the pushback was you're telling me I'm supposed to see good in a narcissistic addict who's going to hurt me and um and the the truth is I came back with you know what um the the reality is is your generosity in your thinking is going to bless you more than it blesses them and um you can be you can really see the good as and, and you can still be boundaried just because you see the good stuff that's happening doesn't mean you have to go be vulnerable to the you know to the final degree here and get hurt it's the consistency part right once they're consistent then that depth of int- intimacy can really start to take place yeah um but yeah think think the best you can about them but be boundaried at the same time i love that it's pretty interesting th- listening to to both of you because i'm thinking about my own process and i'm thinking about um all the time that i poured into all the ep- like the, the mental focus that I poured into working out, doing a spiritual devotional, journaling and checking in, and then keeping my boundaries when I first started recovery. And um, that began to be a process that I owned over time. And what that did for me was it created um, structure and predictability where I knew that no matter what happened, I was going to show up for myself to do those things because I owned them, right? And and so although that might have created trust for you, Ashlyn, over time observing me execute those things, I was doing them for me. But what I believe happened is the consistent, predictable dailies and the boundaries that I was like living within the safety of, those things allowed me to be um, trustworthy in other ad hoc moments, in other random moments, like cleaning up the puke off the <laughs> sheets in the middle of the night. And, and so if you're wondering, how am, I gonna, how, am I gonna, how am I gonna learn to trust myself? How am I gonna be trustworthy? How am I, how am I going to be worthy of her trust? How am I gonna be able to develop that? I would say first, just start with the things that you can control and do those consistently. Well, first and foremost, don't don't do it for her. For sure, yeah. for sure, right? For sure, just let it go. Let, That's it, the th- best thing I can yeah. advise you to do. Is just let go. the idea. As soon as you start measuring 
like day to day, week to week. Does she trust me? Does she not? That's like watching a cake. There is a para- there's a paradox here that's that's really important, and it's it's when you can let go whether of of whether or not your wife thinks you're doing awesome or not. That's when she'll start to realize that you're doing awesome. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's like a sh- the shift in energy. It's, totally. Yes. It is crazy. It's but because it now is. you're a man with purpose. Yeah. Now, now you're a man. You're a man unto yourself, and she she likes that integrity. She likes that strength. You're not showing up um, to to be what she needs you to be. You're showing up with integrity. You're showing yeah. up real. But for sure. I think the two, like one feels really nervous and like anxious, like it's scared. I'm really scared. I don't, I don't want to mess up, but I also don't want to hurt you. And I'm going to do all these things. Yes. And is it working? Tell me if it's working. Whereas the other one is just like, Hey, I'm doing this and Strength. I love you. I'm here. I'm doing this for yeah. me. Like Absolutely. it's so different. Yeah. Absolutely. So what does it feel like? Let's go, let me circle back to the, to this question. What does it feel like? Or what does trust really feel like? I can tell you, I can tell you for sure i go back in my mind's eye to the very moment when ashlyn you um discovered me without discovering like you found me in a situation where you were i was acting out Mm. it was right after a honeymoon and you're like what's what's going on here and you couldn't necessarily identify specifically that i was but i knew in that moment that i had lost trust and then i can think back to other moments where you didn't know exactly what I was doing, but you knew something was off. And I knew that I had lost trust again. And the feeling for me, the, fe- oh, the feeling for me was, was just um, torment. It was like, it really was like a fire, like burning in me. Not a good fire. It was like the, the tormenting fire within me. And um, I knew I had... I, I knew the emptiness and the betrayal that I felt. I didn't understand it totally. I didn't understand the sick feeling. But that's, that's those things over time, they didn't just erode your trust in me, but it also eroded my own trust in self and my own confidence in self. And it went the same for me. That's mm-hmm. why it is tougher to come to this place of t- being courageous enough to say, I'm going to trust other people because as the betrayed, you don't even know what's up from down. Yeah, oh, that's so yeah. unfair. So in contrast to that, what I can tell you is is trust is something that I worked really really hard for. I was mentally focused on it, but it was devastating to really understand the the finality of the lack of trust of the total broken trust. And to be safe and trusted is unlike, it's unlike anything. And it comes with inner reassurance and it comes with a sense of confidence that is, that was altogether foreign for me to be to be confident inwardly and to stand with integrity. And it was, it was those things over time that led to me being proud of who I was. So the feeling is one of, it is, it is equal and opposite to the feeling of being caught acting out. 
and it is it is deep it is rich it is fulfilling and uh it's possible and the rest of soul that accompanies being trusted is is beyond description especially having lived in this in, in just the shadows of addiction it's possible for you if you're listening and you're wondering if that's possible it is thanks Kobe I want to um, I just I, I want to say one thing before we wrap up and that's uh, to echo everything you just said Kobe um, I see it um, day and in, in and day out in my office I see both sides of it I see um, partners destroying trust over and over again and I, I see it happening and I try to help them um, shift and, and recognize the things that they're doing and sometimes they just don't want to um, and then I see a man step into his integrity um, practice that courage to be honest when he's been dishonest for so long and um, and just start to empathize and hold space for her and that that healing that takes place uh, bonds them together um, like no other, that rebuild of the trust really creates that intimacy and that connection. Um, I do want to point out one thing I think that's important. And we say, you know, for, for the partner to, to trust again, she needs to trust. Um, in no way are Ash, Ashlyn and I saying that means that you have to override your gut or your intuition. Um, in fact, it's the opposite of that. What you have to override is your fear. Uh, your gut and your intuition might be saying, I need to take this risk. And your fear is saying, but I'm scared. Um, if your gut and your intuition is saying, I, I better not take this risk right now, then don't. Um, trust yourself. Trust your gut. And face those fears and step into that. When you see him or her, whoever's trying to rebuild the trust, um, changing their be and becoming a man in int integrity like Kobe did. So, um, yeah, go rebuild trust, you guys. So, yeah. Thanks, Brandon. All right, so as a reminder, our Shattered Trust to Thri Thriving Intimacy course, it's an online program that's going to take you through six different modules in six weeks. And, of course, you can take six months <laughs> if you need to. You know, Ashton, I'm thinking module two, three, four, and five <laughs> are all about rebuilding trust. Yeah. I mean, they, they make a drastic difference in the tools we give and the, the, support, the support we give in the education for you to understand what this process actually looks like. And what's different about what you just mentioned is that's hours of content and education. Uh, yes. It's worksheets to do the homework. It's it's the time it's to activities. really to sit in it and to really process and question yourself rather than listen to the podcast and, and try to go figure this out. Yes. Um we wanted to walk you guys step by step to hold your hand and say, Come and do this with us. And so that's what we've created. You do if you do all those things with a humble heart at the end of going through that program, you will have more integrity. And as you have more integrity, you'll be, be able to connect on a level that you might not have ever had before. So. All right. Thank you guys for being here and for you know, the rates, ratings and reviews. We super appreciate those. And it helps more listeners find us uh, and those shares. If you can share it with someone that is close to you, it can change a life. 
All right. See you guys. guys.